Welcome to Be Advised, Leading with Value with Brad Swinehart. In this podcast, we will focus on successful marketing methods for advisors that generate prospects and clients. We will learn from the best in the industry on how advisors in the trenches today are growing their practices. Join us for this journey where Brad draws from years of expertise and guest experts to help advisors reach their full potential. This podcast is brought to you by White Gloves Podcast Connect Program, a done-for-you, fully integrated podcasting system that will help you keep in touch with all of your leads. The man, the myth, the legend is on with me today. Matt Halloran, thank you so much for joining us for Be Advised. Well, I'm definitely much more of a myth than I think I am a legend, so I appreciate the intro. <laughs> you know, and for those of you that are living under a rock in the podcasting universe and don't know Matt, he is probably the 100% of the reason that I started my past podcast, got into the this line, and really my inspiration when it comes to hosting podcasts. Between him and Luke Acree are the only two podcasters you really need to know. If, if you've stumbled across me, then hopefully you know both of those people. So Matt, real quick on your background, how many podcasts would you say you've recorded yourself and how many have you produced for other experts in their industry? So I've done over, I've personally done about a thousand. Uh, so that that's about where we're at. We're at 315 for the top advisor marketing podcast. We're about 30 in on the be your own loud. And then I was the person who managed the majority of the podcast when we originally opened. Um, and then on top of that, just other, other ones. So I'm, I'm probably getting close to a thousand. We've done over 3000 for advisors though, with the offering that we have here at Proudmouth, and actually over 40, 40,000 social media posts. So yeah, this is, uh, this is what I do, man. Uh, I just, uh, podcasting is literally my life. <laughs> I love it. And it's a little, in, little intimidating, right? Being a podcast host on with you because your voice is just so perfect. You got perfect inflection. So we'll see if I can keep up today. But I want to first just focus on you've done this. You've been around the block. You've talked to a lot of advisors. You've helped a lot of advisors see quote unquote success with a podcast. And what does that mean? What does having a successful podcast mean? It's not what you think, Brad, and this is where it gets much clearer for your audience. So, so first off, if you have 50 downloads or 50 listens to your podcast, you are in the top 50% of podcasters in the world. If you have 100 listens to your podcast, you are in the top 25th percentile. So it's not a numbers game like a lot of people would think. What it is, is it's a quantity game. The real success of a podcast is when you get 12 episodes in, 24 episodes in, 36 episodes in, because you have just exponentially multiplied your credibility. I personally believe, and not just personally, I mean, this is with, I'll just say personally, screw everybody else. I personally <laughs> believe that people look at money in money out when it comes to marketing and that's really not how it should you should look at it every advisor that your that your program touches and all of those people the general public that those advisors touch makes a difference in their life in their lives that's value that's impact that's changing the world in the way that you want to change it there is a return on that we call it return on influence we don't call it return on investment 
Now, are you going to get new business from it? Absolutely you are. Are you going to have deeper relationships with your existing clients? Absolutely. Are you going to be more referable? Absolutely. Are you going to have better relationships with your centers of influence? Like you wouldn't believe. But podcasting, much like other marketing things, like everything that you guys do at White Glove, it's, it's a momentum game. That makes a lot of sense. And I think it is just a different mindset than a lot of advisors or even just experts and professionals in their field that they think about it. I love that return on influence that <laughs> you guys have to make a t-shirt or something, put that on there. I'm sure it'll make it into the um, quote memes that, that your team produces for us. So I'll be <laughs> excited to see that one. Talking influence, talking, how do you get the word out that you want out? What should you be saying? You know, I guess the bigger question is what topics should you be focused on? You know, that is the number one concern and objection, Brad, that I get when I sell what we do. Do you believe that? No, I don't. Because every advisor I talk to seems like they have a lot to say. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, that's exactly it, dude. Uh, but everybody, I just talked to a gentleman earlier today. Uh, his two major objections were, I don't know who I'm going to talk to because, you know, we talk about specificity of audience or niche or niche. Uh, and then the other one is topics. And I'm like, sit down with a yellow pad. And and I and I want you to, I want you to just start writing down the the top questions that you hear from your clients. And so that to me is the uh, the easiest way. And I'm going to dive into that a, a little bit more in a second. But people aren't buying, people aren't subscribing, people aren't following you and becoming raving fans of your thought leadership just because you're saying something different than somebody else. Just this is going to be harsh. The general public isn't going to go to your podcast to learn about Roth IRAs. The general public isn't going to go to your podcast to learn the difference between the stock bond and mutual fund. Your podcast is not going to be the reason why, uh, you know, the general public finds out about the power of uh, fixed index annuities, annuities, guaranteed products, things like that. They're going to go to Google for that. Your job is to build a relationship with them so they feel a connection with you during the show. That's the power. Now, are you going to talk about those things? Absolutely, you need to talk about those things because your opinion might be different than, I don't know, Susie Orman, Dave Ramsey, Jim Cramer, right? Which we all need to fight against those people as much as possible. But you have to be able to bring a lot more than just the six pinnacles of financial planning, the 18 benefits of term life insurance versus whole life insurance and those sorts of things. It's super, super important for you to understand. And, and Brad, we talk about this. It's, it's the perfect podcast formula. Okay. It's storytelling, entertainment, education, and call to action. Most advisors, as you said, they're really good at telling stories. Actually, most advisors are really great and it being educational, they're not so good with the with the entertainment component. That's where you come in or I come in or my voice talents come in to help bring levity and energy to the podcast. But the biggest thing that they fall down is not having a good call to action. And this is a you know sales podcast where you talk about sales all the time, how to be successful, how to drive sales, how to be more successful. My favorite thing is, is most of these people have no idea what to say at the end of their podcast to get people to take some sort of action that isn't an aggressive call to action like just give us a call hey brad 
Yes, sir. When when is the last time when somebody said, "Hey, just give me a call," that, that you just picked up the phone and talked to a total stranger as a consumer? Never. Yeah. Yeah. So why do we think that that's an appropriate call? Set time on my appointment for a free twenty minute consultation. Man, it's like you're asking somebody to go out on a date with you before they've even swiped right or left, right? I mean, come on, you got to give people a little bit of an opportunity to build a relationship with you. And that's really what we try to do with the podcast. So let's dive into that a little bit. You know, I've seen it happen personally through my podcast, but if you've never hosted a podcast, that might be foreign. How do you develop a relationship when you're speaking with one person and then you have no idea who's listening to it. How is that a relationship step in the client acquisition process? One, it's opt-in. So somebody is going to take time out of their day to give your podcast a shot. What you want to be able to do in your podcast to help build a relationship and to ultimately build trust is to do a very, very good job of communicating who you are, what you believe, in why you believe it's it's funny to me that there are still people brad who have never seen the simon sinek start with why ted talk but if you really go back i don't know how long ago that was or 10 years ago and listen to that people don't care what you know until they care who you are and podcasting is fiercely intimate it's it's distraction proof right you listen to your podcasts in quiet time you're cooking, when you're exercising, when you're driving in your car? Like, when is the last time that your ideal prospect invited you into their quiet time without you being totally creepy? <laughs> Love that. So I think in what our experience has been is if you utilize an integrated marketing plan, a lot like what you guys have at White Glove that, that we actually integrate very, very well with your system, to be able to get people's attention, understanding that they're going to just immediately be like, wait a second, this person's got a podcast and this person doesn't have a podcast. What are they talking about? Especially in financial services, there are on the grand scheme of things, Brad, no advisors podcasting out of the, how many, how many advisors licensed advisors are there in the United States? Do you know? 350,000. Sure. So let's say 1% of those are podcasting. How many is that? Come on, you're going to make me do math right now. I was on the spot. 3,500. 3, yeah, 3,500. Here's the funny thing. Everybody thinks, oh, there's too many advisors podcasting. Well, first off, there's not because uh, you can Google, which is a great tool that many of you need to get more comfortable with. You need to Google financial advisors podcast and see how many things actually show up. It's way less than 3,500. We're looking at probably 500. So we haven't even scratched the surface on the ability for financial services professionals and insurance people to get out there and get their voice out in the marketplace and start scaling their credibility and building their audience. That's what this is for. Every time you do a, a seminar, you should be talking about your podcast. Hey, listen, I know some of you are not going to make appointments with us today because you know what? Life gets in the way and, and we realize that you are all probably pretty busy. But if you feel a connection with us at all, and if you like what we're talking about, we have a podcast that comes out twice a month. I can show you all how to subscribe to it. And we actually would recommend that you do that during the, sh during the show because it's a seminar is a show, just like what we do is a show. And start getting people to subscribe to your podcast. 
You're going to do an episode, episode 27 and a half, and somebody's going to be like, oh my God, that's exactly what I need. And then they're going to pick up the phone and they're going to say, hey, Brad, listen, I just listened to your podcast. I remember I came to your seminar 14 years ago and I finally realized that you are exactly who I need. Did you market actively to them? Were you calling them and being all salesy and schmucky for 14 years? No. <laughs> you, were, you were showing them value and giving them value over that period of time really while you're sleeping in that power. Sorry, I, I ruined it. I stepped right in right before your very, your climax of your sentence there. <laughs> so you said two things that really struck with me and it's something that I absolutely a hundred percent believe in the first being, you know, 14 years later, someone reaches out. We hear those stories all the time from advisors that have done seminars. Mm -hmm. of, you know what, they provided that education, they built that credibility, and then the timing wasn't right. And there's always, I have firm belief in the principle that you have, there's only two ways to gain a new client. One is to help them turn on that light bulb that says, ooh, I need professional help. You help them turn that on. Podcast is a great way to do that. Seminars are a great way to do that. But the other option is you have to be there when that light bulb turns on in their life without you. Mm -hmm. You have to be there. You have to be the first person that they think of. And we've, I hear stories all the time of, Hey, I attended your seminar six years ago. And you know, that always stuck with me, but out of the 40 people that attended that seminar six years ago, how many of them became clients? Maybe you picked up one or two back then. Maybe you get this guy six years later, but what happened to the other, you know, 35, 36 people? That did, did they have a light bulb moment in the last six years? And were you top of mind? They probably had a light bulb moment, but you probably weren't there. So using this as a, a tactic to stay in front of them is, to me, it's gold. And then the other thing that you talked a little bit about is the credibility behind having a podcast and having something to say. And there is a difference between proactively pushing your credibility out right? Marketing yourself, pushing yourself out, having the big billboard with your face on it, proactively pushing it out. There's this gold that is hidden in the Googles of the world and the LinkedIn's of the world. And that's found credibility. Mm -hmm. And that's maybe they've heard of you. Maybe they've thought about doing business with you, but they haven't picked up that phone yet. The first thing they're going to do, and Matt's hundred percent right, is they're either going to go to LinkedIn and stalk you on there. Because if you're a professional, you have a LinkedIn page. That is well-known and 75% of all prospects will research the professional on LinkedIn before they make a call. Second place they're going to look you up is Google. And if you have that financial authority podcast that you are an expert and they find that, that's an entirely different feeling than you telling them how great you are. Opt in. You just said it right there, Brad. It's opt-in. Marketing is fundamentally changed. When you do a mailer for your seminar, people are opting in to meet with you, right? It's this talking with instead of talking at. That's the major component change that happens. And I think you really, you really hit the nail on the head. If you're doing marketing and you don't have passive marketing, you know, everybody always talks about passive income. If you don't have passive marketing, then, then you're just losing so much opportunity because and Brad, you and I talked about this years ago, right? So somebody comes in, 40 people show up, right? So they get 20 buying units. They set two appointments, right? So 38 buying units, right? Gone. I'm sorry. Debbie, 
whatever. My math wasn't great there, but you know what I'm talking about. Right? I got you. Yeah, thanks. I hope your listeners aren't like, dude, this guy's terrible at math. But I just put you on the spot for math, so screw it. So we're we're both uh, we're both in the doghouse anyway. But I got mine right, you so did. I just, I just want to point that out. Right? You got it right fast too, which was very right. impressive. Anyway, so you just left a whole bunch of food on the table, and and you just left it there. And I know advisors who are like, well, they didn't send appointments, so they weren't interested. Ah, that's just not how it works. You need to continue to nurture them. You need to continue to show them love and thought leadership, and continue to build a relationship with them. And that is the difference. In fact, we've got an advisor right now, huge seminar guy, and he sends out his podcast at, at the beginning. Before he ever goes up on stage and does his show, he sends them the podcast. And what happens is people start self-selecting and building a relationship with him as the advisor before they ever see his show. Oh, I love that. that I love dude? that. I mean, that's awesome. This podcast is brought to you by White Gloves Podcast Connect Program a done-for-you, fully integrated podcasting system that will help you keep in touch with all of your leads. So what other, what other ways do we market podcasts, right? We're talking about proactive marketing. We're talking about inbound, inbound marketing, right? That, that term. I think there's, you know, having a captive audience, being a, a captive marketer with your centers of influence or the people that that see you there's there's all those options out there what is the best way to market your podcast you can tell everybody and your brother about it right uh, the, we, we call we have we have all of these we have 25 different organic marketing techniques that we walk our clients through the most successful thing that you can possibly do is first off the minute your podcast launches is you launch it into your existing book of business every single solitary person who's in your crm needs to get a notification multiple notifications that you started a podcast right so there's step number one step number two is you're going to talk to your clients during client meetings about your podcast oh my god brad that was a freaking great question i don't know if you know this but we just started a podcast where i answer questions just like that now of course i'm going to answer the question for you right now but i want you to know that there are other people out there who don't have the privilege of sitting down with me and asking me these questions and the podcast is a great way for you to introduce people to what you get here without being salesy bam there's number two number three centers of influence man you get centers of influence on your show and then they share that with everybody else. I'm gonna share this podcast with my entire network. Now, of course, my whole network knows you probably already, yeah. <laughs> but that's all right. But maybe there's one or two who don't, Brad. That's a win for you, right? So, yeah. so that's the sort of stuff that advisors really need to pay attention to. And I wanna rewind, if you don't mind, just very quickly in something you said earlier, because you know, topics are one of the big issues that, that people at tell me, Matt, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And so you're sitting with that client, or you're sitting with that center influence. Let's say you're going out to breakfast with a, a great CPA or, or an estate planning attorney that you love or a divorce attorney or whatever. Whatever you're talking about at that meeting, that's what your podcast is going to be. You know, oh my God, your tax law. So everybody's right. By the way, just a freebie, everybody, everybody's podcasting about tax law right now. Everybody is. Everybody, should, should you do a Roth, uh, a Roth conversion now? Yes. The answer is yes. Uh, I'm giving investment advice here, you know, totally unqualified, unsolicited. But from a marketing perspective, you need to be doing podcasts on taxation and Roth IRAs because people I mean, are really freaked out about it. That's why we brought on Ed Slot a couple of times on this podcast because yep. people want to know. They do. I love that guy. He's, I know, a, he's so great. He's, so he's great. like in a different level. You know, he I might, mean, he might have more energy than you. I know, and he's he's got to be at least a little older than me. 
Yeah, I think you guys are probably about the same age. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm totally going to get you when I see you. <laughs> um, so topics, man, it, Brad, that, that's the thing, right? It, and especially if you don't always burden yourself with the topic, man, call up your center of influence, call up a local business owner, whatever your niche is, have one of those people on the show and say, hey, what do your, what do you worry about? What do you want to talk about? And then all of a sudden it changes. You did this at the beginning of this show. Hey, Matt, what should we talk about today? Give me a couple of questions. That yeah. was hard for yep, me. Exactly. Uh, you, you, we showed up. We're doing a show. You had very little prep time. I'm talking about something I'm passionate about. You're getting good information, hopefully. And you didn't have to do a lot of work for it, Brad. I, th that's the sort of stuff that... I want advisors to truly understand that this is not hard work. It's just time consuming. And much like you want your clients to outsource to a professional, you know, when you've done 3000 plus podcasts for advisors, we kind of got this stuff dialed in. We're going to be way more efficient and way more successful than you are if you do it on your own. And you're a hundred percent correct on all of those things. And one thing I just want to hammer home to advisors, because we, you know, we have a ton of advisors that are doing seminars and seminars are uh, broad, right? You want to attract a certain type of client, but you're doing it on a topic that is applicable to dentists, doctors, mm -hmm. small business owners, the millionaire next door, you know, you're not focused in on a niche and the ability to take a podcast and do exactly what Matt said, right? You find your ideal client. What do they do? What business are they in? What are they passionate about? You interview them on the podcast and what are they going to do? They're going to go to all their friends and they're going to say, oh my gosh, I was just on a podcast. How cool am I? I'm a podcast guest. And they're going to share that recording. And who's going to listen to that? People that are just like them, right? Their friends, their family, other people in that same boat, that same vein that you're trying to break into. I spoke with one advisor that that ran a podcast and his, his niche was really super. It was like um, Harley Davidson riser riders that used to be professional business owners and blah, blah, blah. It was like really just like this weird subset. But what he did was he used recordings, interviews with these people to get in front of all these other sacks and have bring on more people of the same, you know, the same nature, the same background and he built his entire business just doing that. And you know what's even more fun, Brad, is if he really likes Harley Davidson's, guess what he gets to do with his clients all the time? Right? He gets to go ride. <laughs> How exactly. much fun is that? You know, exactly. The, the whole idea of, of, of having a niche and being very, very specific and having it not just be a profession, but also personal interest. I love that business owners who ride Harleys, right? Dentists who love to yacht or, or boat or, or, you know, people who love to water ski. We've got a guy, uh, he created a company called Enduro Financial and he, he uh, markets specifically to sea level executives or executives who run ultra races. Right. So that would be, you know, Iron Man. He's, I think he's done three mm -hmm. of those, you know, uh, ultra marathons, all of that sort of stuff. So, no, no thank you. Yeah. I know. No, thanks. I'm that too. I like uh, lifting weights. I don't like running. Yeah. I mean, I'll run, I'll run to the fridge, you know. <laughs> they get to talk about, so you love weightlifting. You could sit down and talk to other meatheads, right? I mean, it's fantastic. <laughs> Subtle calling me a meathead there. That was great. <laughs> I, I just tried to slide that in there. That wasn't as smooth as I was hoping it would be, but that's okay.
all right, sir, you're the podcasting expert. We've been doing this for a while together now. I think we've covered just massive value on here today. What's the final thing that you want to say to the advisors listening today when it comes to podcasting? Podcasting is going to be table stakes within the next three years. Just like websites, just like social media, you're going to have to have this. So do you want to be the guy who has one podcast in the can in three years? Or do you want to be the lady who's got 30 podcasts in the can in three years? You're 30 times more credible when you have those 30 episodes in the can. Compliance is not difficult to deal with. We work with almost every single solitary broker dealer, right? You're not going to say stuff you're not supposed to. But the idea here is please realize that marketing has fundamentally changed. Do you have to market to your ideal prospect? in the media they prefer while they're there with organic content. Whether that's your seminar, you're standing in front of them and they get to experience you personally, or you do it passively by after you do a seminar, or even before, you continually build a relationship with them in an opt-in marketing strategy, which is following you on social, LinkedIn specifically, and also subscribing to your podcast. And for those of you who are out there, who are on the fence about anything that, that Brad was talking about or I was talking about, the people who listen to podcasts are generally, uh, uh, this is, this is, they generally consume six podcasts a week. They make over $250,000 a year and they're highly educated. That's who all of you want to get in front of anyway. So why don't you deliver yourself directly to them? by having every time you have a podcast show up directly on their listening device. Hey, Brad's got a new podcast. Today we're talking about Roth conversions. Click, listen, deepen the relationship with Brad. That's what I got, dude. I love it. And thank you very much for being on the show. If anyone listening today says, hey, you know what? Podcasting is for me. You know, absolutely hit me up. I will get you connected with who you need to work with. Um, White Glove offers podcasting services and in tandem with Matt Halloran. So you work with him when you work with us. Um, and Proud Mouth has some, some offerings that, that we don't. So it's a little bit different service either way, um, but we'd be glad to work with you. And I can say firsthand, the experience is great. The service is great. And I, I love working with Matt and his team and uh, look forward to doing many, many more of these. This podcast is brought to you by White Gloves Podcast Connect Program, a done-for-you, fully integrated podcasting system that will help you keep in touch with all of your leads. Thank you for listening to Be Advised, Leading with Value with Brad Swinehart. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of White Glove. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service providers with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.